I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. This extension to Dulles, I'm Nick Ainelli. Metro has trouble fielding even a limited number of 7,000 series trains. I'm John Aaron. Just a year after his father was murdered, a teenager shot and killed in D.C. I'm Luke Luker. The Caps beat Montreal in NHL action downtown. A wild night in the baseball playoffs. Four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden is back in the White House now after a Western swing designed to boost Democrats' chances of holding on to the House and Senate. Mr. Biden stumped in Portland with control of Congress and the future of his agenda at stake. It was the last stop on a four-day swing through Oregon, California, and Colorado. CBS's Adriana Diaz, a break in a case that terrorized a California city. Police arrested 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee of Stockton early Saturday morning. They believe he's the serial killer responsible for six murders that had the city of Stockton on edge. The arrest happened in two parts. One was community tips, and the second was good old-fashioned police work. Officers were surveilling the suspect's home prior to the arrest. When the suspect left during the late hours of Friday evening, they followed. We watched his patterns and determined he was on a mission to kill. County District Attorney scheduled an arraignment for Tuesday. David Welch for CBS News, Stockton, California. Polls show the race between Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker in Georgia is tight as a tick. CBS's Nicole Killian. Walker was confronted again about reports he allegedly paid for a woman's abortion in 2009. That's a lie. My opponent has a problem with the truth. Warnock pressed Walker on other claims, including that he once worked in law enforcement. One thing I have not done, I've never pretended to be a police officer. I am what we're meaning police officers. You have a prop. Yes. That is not allowed, sir. Yes. I ask you to put that prop away. That prop was an honorary sheriff's deputy badge. Police haven't released a motive for a mass shooting in Raleigh, North Carolina Thursday, says CBS's Elise Preston. 911 calls released late Friday capture the horror when, according to police, a 15-year-old opened fire in a residential neighborhood in Raleigh, North Carolina. What kind of clothing is he wearing? He's wearing a whole camel. He looks like he's like 16. Authorities say five people were killed, including the suspect's 16-year-old brother and an off-duty police officer who was on his way to work. After a marathon scoreless game, the Astros defeated the Seattle Mariners Saturday to go on to the National League Championship Garcia Series. Heels. That ball's hit well to center, but right there. And Dubon puts it away, and the Houston Astros survive. They win one to nothing in 18 innings. Brian Anderson with the final call for MLB TBS Sports. It was only the third time a playoff game has gone 18 innings. The Astros have been in two of those three games. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 403 Sunday morning, October 16, 2022. 57 in the nation's capital. Clouds building later today. Highs in the 60s.
Good morning, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. D.C.'s now former deputy mayor offers his side of the story that led him to step down this past week. Much of it centers on where his legal residence is. WTOP's Neil Augenstein with the details. Chris Gildart says he was staying part-time with a friend in the district and part-time with his family in Falls Church. He told the Washington Post he geo-bachelored. That slang often used in the military where a family chooses to live in a different location than the service member. Gildart served in the Marines. He says he paid part of the rent in the D.C. apartment and D.C. taxes. He's due in court Monday in Arlington. A man filed a criminal complaint for a and Battery saying Gildard grabbed him by the throat in a Gold's Gym parking lot. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. It's 4.04. It has been a seemingly endless wait for Metro's Silver Line extension to Dulles International Airport. But now we learn that the new rail line could be open in time for holiday travel. When it comes to transportation projects, it is a tricky thing to do to put any sort of date or timeline on when something is going to open. But the Silver Line extension to Dulles is getting closer to being available for riders. NBC4's transportation correspondent, Adam Tuss. It's looking very likely that you'll be able to take the Silver Line out to Dulles International Airport by Thanksgiving. Tuss got a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to arrive at the airport on Metro. You're going to get off the train, go down a set of escalators, stairs, or elevators, and then there's a moving underground walkway that will take you to the main terminal. He says that journey from the train to the terminal takes about five minutes. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. But elsewhere on the rails, Metro riders have been frustrated by the slow return of 7,000 series rail cars to active service. As it stands, they can only run 20 of those cars. And now we learn that Metro can't even run all those. Under the terms set by Metro Rail's independent safety watchdog, the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission, Metro is only able to draw from a subset of its 7,000 series fleet. And so the most trains we can actually put together in the shop and get out with that subfleeting is actually 16. That's Metro General Manager Randy Clark. Board member Tracy Haddon Lowe. From the rider perspective and from my perspective, that's frustrating. Clark adds. To say that this team is focused on 7K uh, restoration would be um, the understatement of understatements. We are focused on that all day, every day. Um, and we're working as as possible with the WMSC on that. John Aaron, WTOP News. 406 and police in Arlington have identified the man shot by officers during a Friday night confrontation. Authorities say they received a call just for 7.30 Friday evening of a man firing a gun in front of a house on Shirlington Road, South Shirlington Road, near 22nd Street South. That man has been identified as 44-year-old El Amin Muti of Waldorf. After officers arrived, they say he raised a gun toward them. One officer fired and injured Muti. He's been hospitalized in stable condition. He's also been arrested and charged with brandishing a weapon and being a felon in possession of a firearm. Officials say additional charges are pending. The two officers have been placed on routine administrative leave as a result. A D.C. family is dealing with the death of a teenager. It comes a year after his father was killed in the same neighborhood. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. Andre Robertson Jr. was shot and killed near Kelly Miller Middle School Thursday afternoon. He was sitting on a porch when a golden sedan pulled up and three suspects got out and shot him multiple times. The 15-year-old's father, Andre Robertson Sr., was killed on October 1st last year just a few blocks away. D.C. police say Andre Sr. was beaten to death by Darius Robertson, his cousin. Darius Robertson was arrested last December. He has been charged with second-degree murder and is awaiting trial. Police are continuing 
continuing to look for the three suspects in the shooting of Andre Robertson Jr. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. More reaction for and against a proposal to address a housing crisis in Arlington. I'm Sandy Kozell. 407. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. It's 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. If you're headed on the westbound side of 66, the accident scene is just as you make your way past the exit for Route 7. Looks like the far left-hand side of the roadway is what's blocked, so see to the far right. The work zones are still out there. If you're headed westbound on 66, you'll find that just a single left lane gets by as you head over towards Nutley Street. No delays there. As you continue after the Fairfax County Parkway, sounds like another accident scene there as well. Unclear what lane is currently blocked. Sounds like there may be an abandoned vehicle involved. Hopefully everything is over on the shoulder. Sounds like it might actually be on the ramp that takes you off of the Fairfax County Parkway. So be careful there as you head westbound. Eastbound 66, don't see any crashes, but the work zone is still there after Nutley Street. Single lane gets you by there. In the district, at the intersection of K Street Northwest and 18th Street, got an accident scene there with delays in all four directions. Just take a nice and slow through that area. Also sounds like an accident scene at the intersection of 16th Street and Euclid Street. Watch out there. Delays on all four directions. But, of course, you got plenty of workarounds through that area anyways. In Maryland, southbound 355 still closed, unfortunately. It's going to be closed right after a plumber drive. That's for the accident scene that did happen during the midnight hour. Uh, looks like we hopefully are going to have that reopen very soon. In fact, just got it over Twitter. All lanes reopen here on the southbound side of 355. That's why you listen to TOP. Traffic up to the minute, as they say. I 95 BW Parkway up to speed in either direction. Sounds like they might be setting up a work zone on southbound 95 as you head past 32. That will be along the right-hand side, so stay to the left. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Wrapping up a nice weekend with this forecast from Storm Team 4, meteorologist Samara Theodore. It has been a spectacular weekend thus far. Today, we continue to see sunshine, at least to start. Temperatures climbing from the 50s into the low 70s. By this evening, though, clouds build in, rain moves in, showers are likely overnight, and rain is possible through the first half of your Monday before tapering off rather quickly. High temperatures on Monday will be in the upper 60s, and we are breezy. Tuesday, mostly sunny, but highs will be in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Rockville, 48 degrees, 53 in District Heights, 52 in Ashburn. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 411. A once proposed LGBTQ bill in Virginia is roiling in controversy again. Prince William County Delegate Elizabeth Guzman is defending a bill that she says was inaccurately characterized in a recent WGLA report. Guzman says the bill is intended to protect kids from child abuse because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. 
The recent TV report said the bill makes it possible for parents to face charges if they don't affirm their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. Guzman responded on Twitter calling the report misleading. Some Republicans have expanded the word affirm to include parents who don't provide their children access to medical treatments. The full unedited interview has since been posted online. According to the Washington Post, Guzman says she has no intention of reintroducing the bill. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A plan to ease an affordable housing crunch came under fire before some Arlington County officials on Saturday. Charles Day and his wife live in a garden apartment in Arlington, which they say they can just afford on their salaries. They like the idea of denser housing options. There's no silver bullet to solve the housing crisis overnight. But rents continue to rise, and the starter home is becoming a thing of the past. Brian Casabianca says he represents opponents of a change from single-family home zoning to buildings with two to eight units. I present to you the 4,200 signatures of Arlington residents who oppose this flawed and irrevocable plan. Opponents say it won't solve the problem of skyrocketing costs. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It's 412. A sixth grade history teacher in Ashburn is honored by George Washington's Mount Vernon's Ladies Association. Nellie Beeman, who teaches at Eagle Ridge Middle School, is recognized by the group that runs the First President's Virginia State for, as one colleague wrote, constantly finding ways to bring history to life. The award comes with a cash prize of $5,000 and a fully funded field trip to Mount Vernon for Beeman students. James Sasek, an 8th grade civics teacher at Blue Ridge Middle School near Purcellville, was the runner-up in the 14th annual award competition. A community of apartments for low-income seniors in Reston just celebrated its grand opening. Residents started moving into the to Lake Anne House during the summer, and the building of 240 units is already fully occupied by two people 62 and older. Many live alone on Social Security or supplemental income. According to Inside Nova, the original building was preserved in the 1970s, and county leaders say it's a great example of how developers can preserve affordable housing. Just ahead on WTOP, saying Saturday was wild in sports, is a gross understatement. Brian Albin explains next. It's 413. What do the temperature, the leaves, and the prices at Meadows Farms Nurseries have in common? That's right, they're dropping. It's the Meadows Farms 62nd anniversary sale now at your local Meadows Farms Nurseries. VIPs save 20% off all perennials, trees, and shrubs, and Meadows Farms Nurseries will plant what you buy. Shop perennials, shrubs, trees, and plants of all kinds and save during the anniversary sale now at Meadows Farms Nurseries with 17 locations. MeadowsFarms.com. Offer exclusive delivery and installations. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one, Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Hi, it's Megan Cloherty. On the latest DMV download, can you taste climate change? Virginia's Wine Board is asking two vintners to research new, hardier grapes to plant that can withstand wetter, warmer conditions. We talk with one of those winemakers about the process on the latest episode. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4-15 in a late baseball playoff game. The San Diego Padres advanced to the National League Championship Series after a come-from-behind 5-3 win over the Los Angeles Dodgers. For the rest of the Saturday sports, here's Brian Alban. It was a wild and wacky Saturday in the Major League Baseball playoffs. It started with JT Realmuto hitting the first postseason inside the park home run in five years to help push the Phillies to an 8-3 win over Atlanta in their first NLCS since 2010. Then the Astros advanced to the ALCS with a 1-0 win in 18 innings over Seattle. Jeremy Pena led off the 18th with a solo shot. It was the first time a postseason game had ever made it to the 18th inning scoreless. Then in Cleveland, the Yankees took a 5-3 lead into the ninth, but in the bottom of the ninth. From the set, and the 1-2. Hit up the middle, of base hit! The tying run is scored! Here comes Rosario with the winning run! And it's pandemonium at Progressive Field! Bob Costas with the call on TBS as the Guardians take a 2-1 series lead on the Yankees on the Oscar Gonzalez walk-off. The Capitals picked up their first win of the season behind three second-period goals and a 3-1 win over Montreal. In college football, Maryland defeated Indiana 38-33 to improve to 5-2 on the season. And in other news, the NBA announced that former NBA and Georgetown star Dikembe Mutombo is undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. The 56-year-old is in Atlanta and said to be in great spirits. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. A man suspected of killing six men and wounding a woman in a series of shootings in Northern California was arrested early Saturday as he drove through the streets of Stockton, California, armed with a handgun and possibly searching for another victim. President Biden will speak at a Democratic National Committee event in the district this Tuesday. The president's remarks expected to focus on abortion rights will come at the Howard Theater just three weeks before the crucial midterm elections. The president just came off the road after a four-day campaign swing through the West. Two soldiers in training in Russia turned their guns on other trainees near the Ukrainian border Saturday, killing 11, wounding 15 others at a Russian military firing range before the two soldiers themselves were shot and killed. Russia's defense ministry calls it a terrorist attack. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 417 and one of the region's biggest airports is about to get some upgrades. Details from WTOP's John Doman. The state of Maryland's approved more than $330 million to fund new construction and improvements to the terminals at BWI Marshall Airport. It'll be the largest terminal improvement project ever at BWI. A lot of the improvements will help Southwest Airlines travelers, which make up about 70% of the airport's flyers. It includes improved baggage handling and a direct connection between the A and B concourses. There's also money to help the airline build a $135 million maintenance facility, its first in this region. The major construction on these projects should start later this year. John Dome in WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8th, dodging the crashes and the cones with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. Hearing about a new one on the northbound side of I-270. Thanks to the listener for confirming the accident scene. Hearing over the scanners on the northbound side of I-270 on your approach towards 370. An accident scene involving some off-road activity. Uh, looks like a vehicle may have run off of the roadway. This is going to be soon after Shady Grove Road on your approach towards 370. You're going to find that police activity along the right-hand side of the roadway. Watch out for them. Headed southbound on I-95. The work zone is on your approach towards 32. Two right lanes are currently blocked there due 
stay to the left-hand side. If you're headed on the westbound side of Route 50 inside the Beltway, sounds like a new incident right as you make a way past 202. Don't have it in camera, but proceed with caution regardless. Uh, hearing a lot of activity over the scanners here tonight. If you're headed on the westbound side of 50, uh, coming over towards 301, it looks like they got a work zone that they're currently setting up. Should have at least two lanes blocked there. And, of course, they've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge. Down in Virginia, westbound 66, the accident scene happened just before the Beltway. Left lane is currently blocked. Looks like the delay is just about cleared up, but the left lane is still, in fact, blocked. Eastbound side of 66, the work zone still out there, still blocking all but the far right lane. Expect them to be out there till just about uh, 5 a.m. If you're headed westbound on 66, there was that incident after the Fairfax County Parkway. It uh, looks like you are still dealing with the crash activity on the ramp towards the Fairfax County Parkway. So watch out for police activity and crash response there. I-95, 395, completely up to speed. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Looking at some of the pretty fall colors starting to come out with this forecast from Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore. Temperatures are climbing into the low 70s today. We are mostly sunny to start. Clouds build and rain moves in. Showers anticipated as we head through the evening hours and overnight hours. Tomorrow, highs will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Rain tapers off throughout the day and the winds will pick up. For your Tuesday, we're dry, mostly sunny, but much colder with highs only making it into the mid-50s. And the same goes for Wednesday. High temperatures in the mid-50s, still mostly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Samaria Theodore. Upper Marlboro, 53 degrees. It is 50 in Centerville, 55 in the district, 57 in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by New Look Homes, Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, workers who can't break through the paper ceiling aren't advancing as fast. It's 421. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years, when a diamond cutter in Israel became well-known for his exceptional craftsmanship. His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then, after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. 422. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. 
The Goodfeet store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Goodfeet store. This is WTOP News. It's 423. The owner of a popular Largo restaurant is apologizing after the facility stayed open Wednesday following the death of a woman in the restaurant's bathroom. The woman was found unconscious at the restaurant at Jasper's, in the restroom, I should say, at Jasper's on Lotsford Court. She was later pronounced dead. Restaurant staff closed the area where her body was, including the women's bathroom, to other diners, while the coroner and a funeral home came to collect the body, which was about three hours later. Women still dining there were advised to use the men's room. Jasper's owner, Fred Rosenthal, has apologized to any customers who felt the situation was mishandled. A Gaithersburg man is under arrest after threatening a group of soccer players at Hunterswood, Hunterswood Park, I should say, last weekend. Police say 26-year-old Jonathan Boca pulled a gun and made racial slurs toward the group last Saturday. He's charged with reckless endangerment, crimes motivated by race or religion, use of a firearm and a crime of violence, and first-degree assault. 424, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland has a new section that will specialize in tracking down those who prey on the most vulnerable. Here's WTOP's Christy King. The Civil Rights and Special Victims Section will target a kaleidoscope of issues. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland says the specialized section will focus on cases involving child exploitation, human trafficking, and identity theft. Resources devoted to enforcing federal civil rights laws will help to ensure equal opportunity, regardless of someone's race, ethnicity, sex, color, disability, religion, national origin, or sexual orientation. Civil rights work will go after hate crimes, discrimination related to housing, jobs, and educational opportunities, and cases of voter suppression. Christy King, WTOP News. Police officers in four states, Connecticut, Nevada, North Carolina, and Mississippi, were shot and killed in the past week. It reflects a sharp increase in violence against law enforcement officers. Organizations that track violence against police say 56 officers have been killed by gunfire so far this year. That number is up 14% from this time last year and about 45% from October of 2020. The country is on track to approach or surpass other top annual totals of recent years, including 73 officers killed in 2011 and 67 killed in 2016. I'm Shelley Adler. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 425 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Employers taking a hard line on degree requirements for otherwise qualified job applicants are creating barriers for potentially tens of millions of U.S. workers. That's the message behind a new public service campaign titled Tear the Paper Ceiling. I never got a college degree. And today, I'm the CEO of my own company. People want to tell me I'm one in a million when actually I'm one of millions. Some 50 organizations and companies, including Walmart and Microsoft's LinkedIn, have thrown their support behind the new effort produced by the Ad Council and the workforce development organization Opportunity at Work. I've run this place for 20 years. 
but I still need to prove that I'm more than what you see on paper. Research shows that more than 70 million U.S. workers have developed skills in ways that don't involve a degree, but may be overlooked because of negative stereotypes and algorithms that weed out degreeless candidates. The Tear the Paper Ceiling campaign hopes to begin to change that. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Just ahead after traffic and weather this Sunday morning, an arrest in connection with a string of murders in Northern California. And President Biden returns to the White House after a West Coast campaign swing with a Tuesday evening campaign speech in the district on tap. Plenty to tell you about this morning. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.